sit back, turn the ship over to your co-rest and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psychic and with me as always is Commander Mal for the win. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Hi, Mal. Hello. I feel like we just did this. I know, I know. It's almost as if we are recording some of these sessions in advance so that we have a backlog. Funny it's, that. It's almost like that. <laughs> That was like, that was the one thing that I think for me was the most difficult about getting this started was figuring out how to get it started, yeah. <laughs> like where to start. We, I couldn't, it's not something I could do on my own. I just went through, <laughs> we went through a lot of iterations with what we were yep. going to do with this. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. But uh, I mean, in the end, I mean, we talked about this last time, it kind of, it really did take both of us to make this to fill in all the holes. Mm. It was like, it was like you had, it was a proper, like you line them up and I'll knock them down kind of thing. Yeah. It was like you, like when I, when I came to you with the idea and you went, yep, I've got this, this and this. And then we just went mm-hmm. and we sat on it for a little while. Yeah. I think it's the best thing that we could have done. Cause we then spoke yeah. to other people. I know you yep. spoke to a couple of people. Yeah. It was, it, it was one of those things where I think it would like, at the time I was like, no, 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 we really need to get going. But looking back on it, I don't, I think if we had rushed it, it would not have ended up being the refined concept that it is. And the first few episodes wouldn't feel like the rest of the episodes Mm. because we would have still been, we would have still had to go through the process we went through for the past couple of months of figuring out like what the format's going to be, who are we going to talk to? What's the audience going to be like? If we had just started recording, it would not have gone well. Because we were going to launch about a month ago. We talked yeah. about promoting this and launching about a month ago. And we were, this was going to be, this would have been a completely different show. Yes. And it would have been a disaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. We, um, the, what we're doing now, I think, suits our, our personalities really well. Um, yes. And we can we can bounce off each other. We can talk to another person as well, and and do that kind of thing. I don't I don't think it would have worked. I don't think the other thing would have worked. I think it would have been a lot like. Mm. Well, we're, we're yeah. I mean, we're still very early days. This still might not work, but I'm feeling positive. Let's be positive about it. Yes, yes I concur. Positive is the best way to be. Mm. Okie dokie, then I guess I better do an interview thing then, shouldn't I? Sounds good. Why not? <laughs> okay then. Commander Mel for the win. Tell yes. me, tell me why and when did you first get into Elite? How did it start for oh, you? Wow. Okay, so it's this is one of those stories with a beginning, no middle, and a where we are now. Right. So I played I played the original version of Elite back in like eighty-five. It was a long so. time ago. It was on the uh it was on the uh the Amiga. You don't see Amiga very much anymore, but no. it was it was the old version, it was the same as the ZX Spectrum, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, the original old school version of Elite, and I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. For its time, it was like light years ahead of the other games I was playing. And then I forgot about it. Didn't play anything, you know, I didn't play any of the other iterations because there were, you know, a couple of sequels and things like that. And I didn't play any of those. And then Elite Dangerous came out in 
I guess the crowdfunding was 2012. So it came out in 2014 Mm -hmm. and I didn't hear about it. I didn't know because I was neck deep in world of Warcraft at the time. (laughs) And then about, gosh, about two and a half years ago, maybe about two years ago. Yeah. Pumpkinberry was playing elite dangerous on stream on Twitch. And I was fascinated. I was like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. This is absolutely amazing. (laughs) So of course I immediately went and it happened to be on sale. So I went out and I got it, uh, got the commander's deluxe edition and downloaded it, booted it up and was just like, okay, I'm ready to go. (laughs) That sounds so familiar. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about that first time when you first logged in to um, Elite, having downloaded the deluxe edition. Was I playing it on this? I feel like the first time I played it was on my laptop. And I have a, I have a good gaming laptop, mm-hmm. but I was sitting and just watched the opening, the logo come up, and then logged in and was was in a ship and was terrified and excited. And just like, I don't think I launched. I don't think I took off the, the launch pad. I think I went in and found out the keybinds for for how to look around and just spent like, five or 10 minutes just in, in external camera and head look mode, just looking (laughs) around the inside of the station being like, this is absolutely amazing. Like, look how huge it is. And like, I just sat there on the launch pad. I don't think I actually took off the first time I played. (laughs) I think I came back to it later that night. It was like, I went and got my wife. I was like, look at this. It's absolutely amazing. (laughs) You must see this. You must see this amazing (laughs) game. (laughs) I I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. It's definitely that (laughs) sense of wonder that comes with, comes with logging into Elite for the first time. So Commander Mel for the win. Why Mel for the win? Uh, Interesting story that. Um, So I I had said that uh, I I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft. So my character in World of Warcraft is Maldarius of Erethor. Right. And so when I started Elite, I... I, We have a guest. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's dogs of war. We're going to talk about them in a minute. So, okay. Maldarius of Erethor was my character in in World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. And that name came from a friend of mine whose name was Darius and Captain Malcolm Reynolds on Firefly. I've always meant to ask you whether the <laughs> Mal came from Mal Reynolds. And now I know. And that kind was everyone listening. So when I came to Elite, I was like, well, I'll just be Commander Maldarius. And somebody had already taken the name. And <laughs> I was really upset. And I'm like, well, what? Like, Mal for the win. That'll work. Mm-hmm. And and then people were like, I just really liked it. Is that Firefly? That's the first thing they would say. And I'm like, yeah, there's some Firefly in there. Right. And then uh, then there's my alternate accounts are uh, Mal FTW. Uh, lots of originality there. And then the other one is Commander Dogs of Lore. Okay. I think I'm going to skip forward a couple of questions with this one. You can do really nicely with that. With regard to the Commander Dogs of Lore, I know very well that your squadron is the Dogs of Lore. Um, tell me tell me a little bit about your squadron. Where, a, where does the name come from? And B, tell me about them. Tell me about their origins. 
Okay, so uh, so Dogs of Lore actually came from when I first started streaming. I did mostly World of Warcraft, but I did variety streaming on nice. Twitch, right? Just because I thought that's the best way to do it is because then there's a lot of games you can reach a lot of people. And I realized, like maybe a month into it, that the the one thing that was kind of a common factor with all of the games that I really liked was there was a dog in it. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much, if there's a dog in the game, I've probably played it or I probably <laughs> enjoyed it, you know? So then when I started going kind of hardcore elite uh, and I found out you can submit for a player minor faction in game, and then if I'm going to build a community around elite dangerous, I need to have like, a player minor faction name and a community name for, so what are we going to be? And then I thought, Oh, well, I really like lore and I love the allure of the elite, uni- of the elite universe. And, and I like the dogs. And I thought the dogs of lore, like the dogs of war, but mm-hmm. dogs of lore, we would kind of build it around, you know, we all appreciate the dogs in all of the video games that we've played throughout the years, like going all the way back to like duck hunt. And that silly dog that would pop up, you know, all the way up through. And then, you know, then we started bringing in like, uh, like dogs, like actual dogs, like Leo, my retired service dog and Laika, who was the first dog in space. And it, you know, the, the dogs of lore was kind of like a, a, a way to, to sort of honor those dogs that we had seen in video games and kind of give us a, a focal point that wasn't really elite based and wasn't really community based. It was like a, a third party bridge that would, that would kind of, that we could kind of like all enjoy, you know? So I I don't, I don't know if it, but then it kind of took on a a life of its own and they started showing up in raid videos and welcome videos. I think that's a really, a really great thing because you have that, um, the, the responses that, um, you get to people who like when people recognize some of these dogs and especially seeing Leo because we see him on screen all the time and then all of the in in inverted commas but like historic things that we know from our childhoods games that we know from our childhood because a lot of games have dogs in and it's really cool and it's some people there's always like that visceral um, reaction to it and I think it's a, it's a really good thing it's a really good community that has grown out of like this this one idea i wanted to put that i wanted to just l- let you know that i appreciate it oh thank you <laughs> so what um for elite dangerous what sort of resources do you use um in and out of game for for your play style i i pretty much i'm on your recommendation if i'm doing anything engineering related of course ed engineer <laughs> pretty much the the I have the icons for the tools that I use kind of in order in my taskbar for Windows. Right. So it starts with any market connector so I can get my data into the database. Yeah. Right. And then ED engineer if I'm doing engineering. And then I have a Chrome shortcut that will open up Inara and Coriolis in two separate tabs. Okay. And that's kind of like it. If I can't do something through, through those sites and with that tool. And the the cool thing about ED market connector is the plugins that you can get for it. Mm. There's a, there's a plugin for the Spanch router that you can route from directly in the tool and it copies it into your clipboard. Um, 
Thank you to the wonderful human who told me about that. Um, oh, yeah. She sounds really cool. <laughs> hey, in case you guys can't tell, it was psychic. Um, <laughs> and uh, but there's that one. There's the uh, there's one that automatically converts your your BMP screenshots to PNG files and renames them with the system and uh, planetary body and all that kind of stuff. Um, in your commander name, there's one that will tell you where your docking pad is in a Coriolis station. I love that one. That's my favorite. That one is so good. Um, and there's one that does essentially uh, the same thing that Stream Labels does, but for Elite Dangerous. It saves your current ship, current station, cargo, um, like all your statuses into separate text files that you could then use to show on screen. Um, if you're streaming, cool. so yeah, so but that's, that's how you get that's how you get what mode you're in and that kind of stuff, right? Right, um, showing up on your stream. I'm, I'm assuming, yep. So, what are you best at in Elite Dangerous? See, you are that's that's not fair because you already took Loop of Shame, and I feel like I'm pretty good at that one, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm really good at exploration. Anybody who plays Elite is like, how are you? good at exploration i mean you just go do it right like you just mm-hmm. fly somewhere and you do your fss scanner you do the dss scanner and, and and that's it but there's also a lot of so i have a, a huge passion for anything space related like i went to space camp when i was a kid i took astronomy as my science when i was in college like i'm pining for a telescope right now because i haven't had a telescope for a few years and i totally miss it Um, But I love the science of the universe that we live in and the engine that runs the procedural generation of the galaxy is fairly accurate. I mean, it does make some errors, Mitter and Hollow, um, from time to time that don't line up with physics, but we have the right kinds of stars in, in the galaxy. We have the right number of stars. Gravity works the way that it's supposed to for all intents and purposes. You know, the, the, the types of planets that you see in a system that's procedurally generated are based off of what kind of star is it? How far are they from the star? Like all of those things on the back end are, you know, the science of it is so interesting to me. And it's neat to be able to get into a ship and actually fly to those places and have in my mind an idea of what to expect and to get there and actually see it look like that in game is like, that's how when I say I'm good at exploring, it's like I can kind of predict where I would want to go and what I would want to see. And I'm still blown away by it when I get there. Yeah. What do you enjoy the most? Oh, Thargoid, Thargoid combat. Yee. It has the best mechanics of any fighting in game. And it's 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 tough to master. And every fight is its own fight. I feel like. So the Thargoid, there's Thargoid scouts, which are the little guys, right? And they're not mm-hmm. too bad. They're easy. They're easy to wipe out. The interceptors, like I feel like, psych- like in a game, you would expect all the Cyclops to be- to behave the same way, all the Medusas to behave the same way, all the Hydras to behave this, and they don't. Yeah, you, you hop into an instance, and you don't know if that Cyclops is going to be super easy to kill. Or if it's going to regenerate quicker than it feels like it should, or if it's going to launch two swarms like right after each other, like, you know what the mechanics of the fight are going to be, but the way those unfold, it's almost like they have a personality, you know? 
Yeah. And, and that's what I like about Thargoid combat is that even if you know the fight, every fight feels unique. Yeah. I love it as well. I love it. I'm very much behind, behind you on that. It's <laughs> a, um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if it's just that, that challenge yep. is, it's so good. And what about any areas that you don't participate in elite that you'd like to? Oh, wow. Um, so there, there are two of them. One of them I've actually started doing, and that was thanks to your help, and that's BGS work. So our Dogs of Lore faction, which is based out of Pathamon, we've actually started doing real BGS work where every couple of days we go in, we reevaluate our place in the system. We look at the systems around us. We're working on our first expansion now. We finally got so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I would really like to learn more about or like to do more is uh, PvP combat. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really I'm OK at combat in game. Uh, and I feel like, you know, getting mentored by a really good PvP pilot like uh, like Soldier Sailor or uh, Commander Bernard or Cuppy, uh, like they're they're so good and they've they've learned and taught themselves and then they're teaching other people how to do it. And I feel mm-hmm. like if I could uh, hang out with one of them, just kind of like do a brain dump for a couple of weeks, it would really, really help my uh, my combat in general. The good thing about the PvP community is that they're so um, the the ones that are wanting that meaningful PvP are so willing to give advice to other other um, commanders who are wanting to get into it. And that's, again, that's just the beauty, the beauty of the elite dangerous community. So um, you mentioned Pathamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about, is there anywhere else that you say that you would spend um, a lot of your time in the galaxy? There's, a, there's about to be somewhere that I'm going to spend a significant amount of time, and that's uh, Kepler's Crest, because the Dogs of Lore fleet carrier is going to be stationed out at the Twins Garden in Kepler's Crest as part of the DSSA, the Deep Space Support Array. Yes, is, of course uh, it is, yeah. Fleetcom's initiative to get uh, at least one, preferably three carriers uh, that are part of this network permanently stationed in every sector of the galaxy so that everywhere you go when you're exploring, you're never more than, you know, a couple of thousand light years from a fleet carrier that offers all the services that you would need while you're out exploring the galaxy. Amazing. Amazing. That's so good. What's that carrier's name? It is called the DLMV Dogs of Lore Naval Vessel Leo's Vision, named after my uh, my service dog, my retired service dog, Leo who uh, recently had, we thought he was going to lose his eyesight. And the, again, amazing elite community and the Dogs of Lore pulled together some resources and we were able to get him the help that he needed from a specialist uh, veterinarian. And uh, he now has sight in both of his eyes restored and he is doing well. So Amazing. That's so cool. So when you when you run into any trouble in Elite Dangerous, who do you turn to? Uh, Psychic. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the time, if I get into a scraping game, I love figuring out how to get out of it. I've called the fuel rats before. I had to call the whole seals on Distant Worlds too. But other than that, like, I, 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 I kind of like figure stuff out on my own unless it's BGS, and then I definitely call Psychic because 
day. Your experience and what you've done with PA, you know, like all the little ins and outs of it. So uh, I, I, I dabble. <laughs> I, I try. I try. Kind of like how Michael Jordan dabbles in that basketball. <laughs> oh, thing. no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, no, no. You, you give me too much credit. <laughs> I, I'd say it's a lot of research and a lot of stuff. I was um, I was doing some research today, actually, and I learned something I didn't know before. So that's the thing with Elite, though. You're always going to learn something new. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, Mal, have you got any any current projects that we can look forward to? Um, same as you. There's that uh, Flight Assist podcast thing. What? Tell me more yeah. about it. I'm away. <laughs> There's that one. Um, other projects, I'm working on a series of tutorial videos for HCS voice packs, uh, which has been incredibly fun. And I'm supposed to have way more of them done than I do right now. But that's an ongoing project. Uh, I love being partnered with HCS voice packs. They're a fantastic group of folks. And it's a fun tool, too. If you've not played around with voice tech and HCS voice packs, I can highly recommend it. I think that's it. Okay. So outside of Elite Dangerous? Anything else that you play? What what are you up to when you're not playing Elite? Uh, yes, occasionally I will. Uh, I'll play <laughs> a bout of uh, Kerbal Space Program. Nice. Still play some World of Warcraft from time to time, and I just downloaded Overwatch. Oh God, help you! We're going to uh, we're going to to try and figure out how to shoot at things in Overwatch. Honestly. The game that I spent the most time playing when I'm not playing Elite is, is recently is City Skylines. That's a really relaxing game, though. It's my version of eating a pint of chocolate ice cream at three o'clock in the morning when nobody's watching. Okay, then, Mal. It's actually time for our lightning round. Oh, no. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Absolutely not, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, right. Try and answer as quickly and as accurately as possible. Okay. Um, your time starts. Now, what's your favorite ship? Uh, Imperial Clipper. What's your least favorite ship? Anaconda. Best ship? Uh, Clipper. <laughs> what's the worst ship? Asp Scout. What's your favorite station? Klein Survey and Pathamon, I think. What's your favorite system? The View. True or false? Is there a free, free ha- Anaconda at Hutton Orbital? Absolutely. Are you Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Uh, Empire. Bruce, what's your favorite <laughs> power play leader? Uh, if, I agree with you. If she doesn't have blue hair, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if you're out of gas, calling the fuel rats, or are you suiciding? Fuel rats. What about low hole? Hull seals, keep going, or suicide? Uh, uh, hole seals. True or false? It's a free freak carrier at Beagle Point. Um, I think that's true. Only one way to find out. That's right. And finally, Mal, flight assist, on or off? Off, please. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I'll have to give it a go when I've learned how to use a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Is there um, anything else that we haven't covered today that you would like to talk about, Mal? Um, not just that I'm really excited to be doing this. I can't wait to, to hear the answers from some of the other elite commanders as we start talking to them. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be so great. Mal, if anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you better, plug your stuff. Okay. Uh, most often you will find me either on Twitter, uh, Mal for the win on Twitter or at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Mal for the win. Uh, if you forget either of those, if you go to Mal for the win.com, it will get you to either one of those good places as well as on YouTube. Uh, I'm Mal for the win there as well. 
So you can drop by my channel and hopefully someday soon I'll start uploading content uh, on a regular basis because <laughs> I procrastinate. I should do a whole video series on how to procrastinate. Too many things, not enough time. Thanks for listening. If you have a question you'd like to have us ask our guests, tweet it to us at flightassist underscore ed. And while you're there, remember to drop us a follow as well. If you're an Elite Dangerous Commander and want to be a guest on the podcast, let us know on Twitter, again, at flightassist underscore ed, or send an email to info at flightassistpodcast.com. Until next time, this is Commander Psykit. And Commander Ralph for the win. Handing you back the controls. Flight Assist, off. Off.